Welcome to Crosstown Cardboard, a sports card podcast with two collectors from opposite sides of New York City. Craig and Carmine share sports card stories from the perspective of a teacher and broadcaster. This is Crosstown Cardboard. Welcome to Crosstown Cardboard, episode five. I can hardly believe it with uh, me, Carmine, and Craig. You can't see me, John Cena, if you're watching on a Crosstown Cardboard YouTube. And this one is a little bit different, but it's using Craig's expertise as a teacher and a soccer coach because we're breaking down a little bit of the World Cup and making it accessible to get into the soccer card market for a lot of people like me who aren't really in that space but are interested in the big stars and, of course, the World Cup starting up November 20th in Qatar. The U.S. group is Group B with England, Iran, United States, and Wales. And so, Craig, uh, too much of my broadcasters coming out. I want to pass this to you as the soccer coach and high school teacher. What are we looking out for in the World Cup, and how do people who aren't in that card market get a little bit more into it? Good to see you, Carmine. I actually, uh, speaking of the John Cena reference, I, I ran into him in San Diego about five summers ago from a distance, but there was like an acknowledgement. And my biggest regret was not seeing him from uh, from afar and doing one of these. So um, it's a good thing you didn't actually run into him like physically because that I mean, <laughs> you're an athletic guy. We're both D3 athletes, but I don't know if that would have gone well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned that the D3 athlete connection, but that makes yeah. us even, you know, special bond. But uh, yeah. soccer World Cup, it's less than two weeks away, which is unbelievable. And it's funny listening to people say, what's that going to do to soccer cards? And it's not like all of a sudden we're just going to see this huge increase in prices. But at the very least, there's going to be eyes on it. Right. So I am not one who like prospects like crazy. My friend Jeremy, who's downtown soccer cards, good friend of mine in New York City. He he knows everything about the prospects, the Americans. I keep it real simple. I stick to the names that everybody knows. So my plan for today was I want to talk about really five popular names that you're going to hear during the World Cup and figure out a way to get the average collector who maybe doesn't love soccer to understand the players that to be looking out for and how to collect. And there's one set in particular that I really want to highlight that I think is going to make a lot of sense to people. Okay. Man, I think you might have a a future in TV news like me or TV sports, Craig, because that was quite the tease. I mean, I'm I'm sticking around until before that we wanted to talk about our new pickups and you got something back from PSA that you uh, wanted to highlight with a few of those possibly current Mount Rushmore dudes in there. Actually two guys I was going to reference today. I got back, but it's funny. One of the early episodes I alluded to how every time I do the $100 service at PSA, I've always had a lot of luck. I'll always uh, submit two, maybe three cards at a time, and my gem rate's been spot on. Uh, okay. This time, I submitted two cards. It was my Erling, and I'll start with the uh, the lesser of the two. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, match-worn, patch card, three colors. That's the, nice. The green, the black, and the red from the Portugal jersey, and this is gold from Chronicles. It is Chronicles, but nonetheless, it is match-worn, and this is the gold out of 10. I paid, I think, 400 for this raw. And it looks really clean. It's a thick card, obviously, because it's a memorabilia card. So you take a chance submitting it. And I'll take a nine on a match-worn patch all day of Ronaldo. And I remember I tried to get that off you, 
Craig, I tried to buy that off you before you submitted it. And you told me like the Dikembe, you said, no, no, no. No, I trust my eyes. It looks good to submit. And now it's in a nice case. But the, the big winner was this 2020-21 Topps Chrome Bundesliga. So they make Topps Chrome Champions League and then Topps Chrome product just for the German first league, the Bundesliga. And this is an Erling Holland numbered one out of 10. And this is a card wow. I've talked about before that I got for my 30th birthday raw. It looks okay. There was a, eh, a little something corner over here, but I took a chance. I said, you know what? I want it slabbed up anyway. PSA was very good to me. Erling Holland, Red Refractor, second year tops Chrome, PSA 10. I know it's not the rookie card, but the first year Red Refractor in a 10 sold for 150K. Oh, wow. Ridiculous to even think about. So a second year Red Refractor, PSA 10, not a bad one to own. Now, let me ask you, since you threw out a figure, you told me that you had boots on the ground recently at the Dallas card show. And that was just this past weekend. What do you think the value is on a, which by the way, is that Borussia Dortmund? Yes. I'm uh, a soccer guy. Soccer guy, Craig. Yeah. Soccer guy alert. He doesn't have Man City cards yet. Uh, but my good buddy, Adam Schraman, also a New York City guy. I got to show love to my New York City people. Let's go. He is the guy, if you have any questions on vintage soccer. But I saw he was in Dallas. I said, hey, you know what? I just got this uh, Red Refractor PSA 10 back. Do me a favor. If you see anything similar... Holler at me, you know, take a picture. Let me know what they're asking. So somebody had the same card in a gold sapphire numbered out of 50. And their ask was 2.2K. This is numbered out of 10. Somebody else had a Topps Chrome Merlin in a BGS 9 and they were asking 2K. What you want to value this at? I don't know, but it at least gives me a frame of reference of what other people are asking for similar cards. But uh, given what I'm into this at, I definitely feel good about that. I don't plan on moving it, but... It's good to know that uh, it holds some value. Okay. And unfortunately, he will not be in the World Cup. No. Plays for Norway. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're going to get back to those guys in just a second. Can I uh, go ahead with some of my pickups? Talk to me. Talk to me. You stay active. All right. I'm always active. I'm always buying. Actually, I've been buying a lot recently uh, because like I talked about last week, I'm headed to the San Francisco card show. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited I got to see some friends. Where, uh, I got some friends. We're going to pop by and say what's up to you. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. Yeah, That'll be fun because true. a friend of yours, you know, is a good person. Of course. I mean, I, I'm pretty trusting that that's the case. So I'm excited for that. That's uh, I'll be there on Saturday the 12th, set up at a table. And I believe it that it's at the uh, South San Francisco Conference Center. So supposed to be like more than a couple hundred tables. Spud Webb will be there. So um, watch out. But uh, speaking of point guards, I just picked up this Gilbert Arenas. Tops Chrome Refractor Gold, so color match with the Wizards jersey. Hibachi, we'll take uh, it. 2005 PSA 10, numbered out of 99. So pretty cool. I'm getting more into the refractors uh, recently. A Chris Weber of that year, PSA 10, uh, which was a pop three. This is a pop one. The Chris Weber went for like 225. So I'm assuming Hibachi is a little bit more. Jerry West. PSA 10 mosaic sticker auto, but it's a pop three. Still pretty cool. Local pride, Marcus Mariota, Heisman trophy winner, of course, from the university of Oregon ducks, which I'm now in Southern Oregon, RPA immaculate on card auto at a 49 PSA eight. He's still starting, right? Starting for the Falcons. They uh, are four and five now. So they're doing pretty well. 
Clyde, the Glide Drexler. And you know how much we both love this set, Greg, the Skybox, Autographics. I wish he was in a Blazers uniform, you know, since that's what he's identified as. And I always love guys being in their own uniform that you'd remember them in. Yep. But, you know, still went to the Rockets. And uh, this is an SGC 9.5 on-card auto Skybox. It's like I can never have a Patrick Ewing magic card. Yeah. I mean, that's – we won't bring that up for Big Pat. This is a D-Wade uh, sweet spot auto baseball auto. Remember the year Love they did this? Set. Yeah. That's right in our wheelhouse as a kid. That's uh, 2004. I just had to check. So that's pretty cool. And then this uh, Scotty Pippen atomic refractor from uh, Bowman's Best, PSA 8. Nice. Kind of cool. And I, you're right. I have been active. I didn't actually realize until this. Save some cards for the rest of us. I know, right? No, oh, but I'm yeah. trying to stock up for the San one. Francisco. This is a Kyrie flawless on-card auto out of 15 with a really cool patch. I got this before his recent uh, controversy, his his most recent controversy, because he's always yeah. doing always saying something. But uh, that's out of 15. Really cool patch. And uh, I got this Dirk. Silhouettes, super cool set. I don't. I know you probably like the silhouette set. I actually have owned that card. It's out of forty nine. Yes. So I, it it's, I, I had to go double check. It wasn't that exact serial number, but I have owned that exact card and remember enjoying it very much. On yeah. card, game worn. Yep, yep. On yep. card, game worn, and that is a deadly combo for both of us. So that that's pretty cool that we uh, that we both own that card. Of course, you know I'm always looking for Larry Legend my favorite guy of all time. There he is in the back with that flawless auto on my background on the, on the YouTube, which we show off so many cards. I really suggest watching on the YouTube. If you own a Larry bird on card auto, hit up my boy Carmine. Yeah. And so this one's out of 50 Panini preferred. And uh, this is the last one before I have a special surprise for you. This is kind of cool. You know, I always like well-known players, no matter what sport it is. And this is a Naomi Osaka. Um, my first ever tennis card that I've owned, but it's an SP rookie authentics uh, numbered out of 199. And it's like a reprint of the 0304 NBA draft class. Uh, SP rookie authentic? Auto. SP authentic, right? I think this that's SP authentic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So on here, it says 0304 rookie authentics. So it's kind of cool that it. Uh, Naomi Osaka is like well known too. You know, it, it's almost well like uh, athletics pop culture cross. Yes, cross exactly. town. And that's what I look for too. And she, you know, beat Serena to win a major. I think she's got four. She's taken a step away for uh, mental health. Yeah. So if she respect comes back, yeah, that. yeah, and I respect that break that she's taking. And so we'll see if uh, when she or if she does come back, that card might pop too. So big upside there. And then uh, this is the one I wanted to show you, this New York Knicks for our boys. This is uh, Topps Chrome Danilo Gallinari, numbered out of 499. Always looks good good with the Knicks stuff. Yeah. So you showed off your David Lee last week, so I had to come with a little Knicks. And I have some. we We got a Knicks flavor to us. We do. We do. We don't want to Knicks it. We want to keep it going. But uh, sorry, bro, I had to throw that Zing. in. <laughs> but okay, so that was a lot of pickups, but hopefully um, 
you know, we got some people who like to look at the new pickups, especially our New York Knicks lovers. And so now we're going to get into the meat of this episode, which I'm really excited to see how you break down the World Cup stuff and who to look out for, the sets, the players. So the floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, I I have a few notes written down, but I kind of just it's mostly off the cuff. Right. That's when, that's when you're at your best. So I'm thinking about how this World Cup, what that's going to do to the sport of soccer first and then soccer cards. And we're all going to hear Messi and Argentina is a one of the favorites for the World Cup. And Messi is going to be a star. All eyes are going to be on Messi. If his game right. is going to be on TV. It's appointment television you're going to watch. I think once everyone gets their eyes on Messi and sees like this global icon that he is and actually watches him play, right? Think about how many people in the hobby probably don't watch soccer and they right. know of Messi but haven't actually seen him play. Like, he is a joy to watch. And then there's rumors of him coming to the MLS and all of a sudden Messi's in America and it's just this snowballing effect. But, you know, you got Messi and Ronaldo, right? Ronaldo plays for Portugal. Portugal is also has, a, I would say, a chance to make a deep run. But And this is probably their last World Cups. Okay, and then right. right up there also is uh, Neymar. So Neymar plays for Brazil, which is the betting favorite. And Neymar has, I would say, aged well the way he's played. Like he's 30 and he's still a little bit flashy in the way he dribbles and takes players on. But he's in form right now. That's a soccer term. Being in form like, is like <laughs> you're, you are in shape. You are feeling good. You're playing at the top of your game. Neymar is definitely in form this year uh, for PSG. Him and Messi are teammates for PSG in the French league and Neymar plays for Brazil, a betting favorite. So these are all familiar names. Right. Um, I liken Messi to Kobe. I liken Pele to Michael Jordan, right? Possibly the goat. Some say uh, Messi's the goat. And I liken, love it. Great card. uh, A Pele autograph on the screen. And I liken Ronaldo to LeBron. A little more, I would say, polarizing. Okay. Not everyone, right? I think I think not everyone universally loves LeBron. He's got his haters out there. And I think Ronaldo's kind of the same way with just like the antics. Okay, um, and, a, <laughs> and maybe and maybe a little dramatic, you know, asking for fouls, there complaining, and that kind of. It's more like on the on the field and on the court. Uh, so, controversy, although you know there has been some off the field for both too. And I, I think I liken uh, Neymar to Kevin Durant was one that I came up with where has been polarizing at time in their careers, but as they age is still putting up the numbers and you know, every time he's on the field, there's going to be an impact. Um, right. But the young guy Mbappe, right? So Mbappe at the last world cup, he was the, he won the golden boy award for the best young player, 19 years old, already has a world cup title under his belt. He's only 23 and I liken him to Giannis, someone who nice. is like a pretty easy comparison if we're talking soccer to basketball because he's already accomplished so much and mm-hmm. he's so young. And I don't look at Giannis as a basketball player and think he's like super skilled, kind of like the way someone like Kyrie is super skilled and finesse with the ball. The right. same way I think like Neymar, the way he dribbles um, is super skilled and finesse. Mbappe is more going to like kill you with speed and power. Yeah. Um, the reason I mentioned these four names, Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Neymar, is because they were all featured in the 2017 Tops Chrome Soccer set. Um, okay. One of the most important sets of all time. Tops still has the soccer licenses, and 2017 was the first year they made Tops Chrome. Now, we all know Tops Chrome from old basketball sets, baseball sets, football sets. It's right. still around in soccer. And 
why the 2017 Topps Chrome set is so important is it looks incredible. Um, if you want to pull up maybe the picture of the Neymar, but yes, it, it's a it's a fun set, and you're gonna uh, show a video as well that was put on by Cresco Cards on Instagram, who put together his Kevin De Bruyne rainbow, and what he shows are all the variations in this set. And whereas in today's select and optic and prism, there's so many parallels. 2017 Topps Chrome, in my opinion, is perfect. There are only nine variations of each card. You got your base, you got your refractor, you got your purple refractor out of 250, blue out of 150, green out of 99, gold out of 50, orange out of 25, red out of 10, and the coveted superfractor one of one. So there's okay. not so many parallels that it's hard to keep track. And these parallels, as I've mentioned, are so cool because the color takes up the entire background. So sometimes where maybe like a gold refractor, like the whole card's not really gold. It's like kind of slivers of it. The entire, you got an entire gold background with the player in, in like the forefront. Okay. So the, the parallels have a lot of shine and Topps Chrome has continued to be a product year after year. So I think this Topps Chrome is a good bridge. I would say a term used in education is cross-curricular, which is when you kind of combine two disciplinaries, like something that happens in math that might also happen in English. Topps Chrome, especially this year, is kind of a good way to branch the sports people are familiar with, basketball and football and these shiny colored parallels to a very popular soccer product that they continue to make year after year. Okay, so you're saying like if you're teaching iambic pentameter poetry in English, that's going to apply to math because you have the number system, the syllables, the breakdown, and that kind of thing. And I, and I really liked what you said as far as using this set, Craig, as a bridge, because how many of us, especially like around our age, like right around 30, are like starving for Topps Chrome because with Panini taking over in basketball and football, we haven't seen Topps Chrome for, you know, years, almost a decade. And so, I mean, I even like it. Plus, your comparisons seem like they were spot on knowing a little bit about soccer. But uh, like you said, with that bridge, that seems like a great way to to get into collecting soccer if you wanted to. I would say, yeah, and I would say Topps Chrome Soccer is a pretty good. And when I say Topps Chrome, I'm talking about the UEFA Champions League which if anyone's unfamiliar, the Champions League is the European Championship. So all the teams that play in the French League, the Spanish League, the English Premier League, it's all one big tournament to determine uh, the winner of Europe. And so UEFA is the European Champions League. This is Topps Chrome UEFA. They do make Topps Chrome Bundesliga as well. Um, they make Topps Chrome MLS, but we're really just talking about Champions League for the sake of argument here. And it is Mbappe's rookie year. They make it year after year, and I would say it's the equivalent to like prism basketball or prism football, whereas you got your other uh, Opti Chrome brands like Select and Optic in soccer. If Topps Chrome is the main brand, you also have uh, Topps Chrome Merlin and you have Topps Finest. So you have okay. – and that's why I think Topps Chrome is a good entryway because if, if you figure out like a color match or maybe a color parallel you really like, maybe you could see if Topps Finest has a, a messy blue refractor that you really like. Or I saw a uh, Holland Topps Chrome Merlin, which is a different brand, red refractor. So if you like the shiny, you like the low, low number parallels, the Topps Chrome products are a way to start to invest into players you like, Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, and so on. Now, is it kind of similar, Craig, with uh, 
Topps Chrome and the hierarchy of like Topps Chrome, Topps Finest, and where does the the third brand Merlin rank? Like like where's the where's the the classification? Like you know in basketball, if you have Prism, and then you know you know NT Flawless, and, and those are kind of toward the top. And where does uh, where's the hierarchy as far as soccer cards? I mean, this is just one one person's opinion here but i think like prism it's clear as and we're just talking about the the chromium products right forget about yeah. national treasures flawless these high end just right. uh, stuff with color and uh, low number parallels it's like prism is without question number 1 tops chromes without question you know the most eh we're not going to count prism world cup because that's once every 4 years we're talking about products that come out every year and i think mm-hmm. optic and select is a matter of opinion Unless I'm wrong there, I don't think there's a clear number two. Similar, some like Topps Finest, some like Topps Chrome Merlin, but you have your options. Okay. I wanted to talk about the uh, breakdowns of the parallels with like something like this. Like it seems like with the Topps Chrome 2017, like what you're saying, and I'm showing on the screen 2014 Prism, which a lot of people, including myself, are really love because of the emphasis on just the player and the background and the way they pop off the card. And these are both Dr. J, Julius Irving, with a doctorate from the University of Massachusetts. Uh, And then he took it on to operating on opponents on the court, of course. But here's a PSA 10 and a variation from the same year. But just to kind of continue that basketball comparison. And uh, I find it interesting, though, of course, gold is the standard for uh, Prism and a lot of other products select that have numbered out of 10 as gold and what you're saying is tops chrome soccer numbered out of 10 is red and numbered out of 50 is gold so that's kind of an interesting difference there too yeah that's always how tops does it across all sports but that's why i have it's in the other room but now i have this holland red this is from tops chrome bundesliga and i have that mbappe red from tops chrome merlin so it's two different ways i was able to acquire red refractors of Erling Holland and Mbappe. We're not going to talk too much about Erling Holland just because he's not in the World Cup. But my NBA comparison is Luca. Not necessarily. <laughs> okay, nice. Not necessarily style of play, but it's like if you're investing in Erling Holland the same way you're investing in Luca, even though they're young, it's like okay, like these are obviously first ballot unanimous Hall of Famers. They've already shown it, it's almost like not even uh, prospecting at this point. Like you're, you're buying proven players at a young age. But okay. they haven't quite won too much yet, but the stats are there. But going back to the Topps Chrome and why I think this is such a great set is, and I know you'll show this on the YouTube, but here's a Neymar, for example, in his purple PSG kit. And you see how the, the purple background takes up the entire card. Nice. Right? It's not just like a sliver of purple. So if you could get a nice color match, I mean, it, it, it pops. It's really nice. The, the colors are all numbered. And like I said, starting with the base to the super, there's only nine different versions of each card from 2017 Topps Chrome Soccer. So it makes the parallels a little more fun to find and chase. Yeah. And I love the breakdown of those numbers too. I mean, 50, 25, 10, one of one. And for some reason, I don't know if this is just me, but unless it's at a 25 or at a 99, I'm usually turned off by it because it's just like a weird, like, you know, you have a quarter, for 25, like, you know, a quarter of a dollar, George Washington. And then you have a 99, which is right at, you know, right next to a hundred, 
which is uh, breaking news for everybody you know good. out there. Yeah, I was gonna say really good number line placement there. As far as the math, I know I'm really um, revealing a lot of new info, but if it's like out of 49, I mean the Dirk I got is out of 49, but it's kind of like eh. And if it's out of 75, if it's out of 35, if it's out of 149, I'm not as likely to like it because it's just a. I'm like trying to figure out why is it numbered like that. And then out of 25 is where I feel like you really get into the rare territory with a card. Like these could be, if they're 10s, PSA 10s or BGS 9.5, you could be coming in on pop one or very low pop territory. So I don't know. That's just a weird little, now since we were on the uh, topic of the different refractors and uh, parallels. Yeah. That's also uh, the second George Washington reference that's been made on this podcast. So does that put George Washington on the Mount Rushmore of people who have been mentioned multiple times? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> is this like Mount Rushmore reception? I mean, we're yep. like right up there with Cousin Collectibles, Rob the sports car therapist, and my good friend Andrew Monk. Multiple reference people <laughs> on these podcasts. Yes, and Dave from Extraordinary Cards. Yeah. We have Mikey's cards, you may as well. Now, speaking of Mount Rushmore of soccer, Craig, I got mm -hmm. this Pele mm -hmm. that I flashed on the screen real quick. Uh Leaf Auto numbered out of 35 and like you said there's no debate about this guy being on the mount rushmore doesn't he have like three world cups for brazil he has one multiple world. i should have probably fact checked that but hey you're the one with the pele autograph so maybe uh you should have done I, homework there I'm but that sounds you about right he um he actually played for the cosmos at icon uh, on randall's island where i have soccer practice three times a week nice you can get some uh, practice used turf or practice used pitch, as they call it, for Pele. You see, you are learning the soccer lingo. Now we got soccer lingo. We got the popular soccer sets. But the only reason that's the only set that I mentioned is because I think that's like a good entryway. Like once you look at the 2017 Topps Chrome Parallels, you're like, wow, these are very attractive looking cards. That opens up to all the other years of Topps Chrome. And then you see Topps Finest, all the various years of Topps Chrome Merlin. And then you can get a sense of, what soccer cards are out there just with the players I mentioned again, Messi, Ronaldo, Mbappe, Neymar, Holland. And I didn't even mention the U S guys. Maybe we could save that for next week. Okay. Cause the world cup still will not have started. So we don't want to spill the beans on everything on uh, on the first one, but I have a question for you because as you know, and I'll pull this up on our YouTube right now, a photo of it. I had this really nice Ronaldo auto and, uh, it was in a great grade. I believe it was a PSA 10 and it was low pop. But here's my thing though with soccer. It was probably like a $2,000, 22, 2,500. I ended up trading it for a flawless game used Magic Johnson auto with a patch, which I'll also pull up on the screen here. What's the deal with a lot of the soccer autos being sticker? Is it just because you have to ship them across? the pond to a lot of these guys. And, and so they can't really be in person with a Panini representative or cause you know, we're both like, we really love on card autos. And so the sticker kind of bothers me with a lot of the soccer cards. I have no idea, but if you forced me to make a conjecture about this, I would, I, in my head, I'm picturing when uh, the Panini has on card autographs, they're just sitting in a room watching someone sign these cards and right. or no i guess maybe they send them the cards to sign i just i don't see a, a world where cristiano ronaldo is uh sitting in a room with a panini rep signing a bunch yeah. of cards or him dedicating the time to signing a bunch of cards and sending them back 
I have no idea. Yeah. That's just my, my guess would be. Yeah. Cause I think usually when it's on card, it's in person either after a game or media day practice or whatever. And then, I mean, that's tough to do with somebody who's playing in Europe and then, you know, playing for Portugal, playing for Argentina, playing in France. You don't really get that many opportunities. And it's important to note, I don't know the exact sets, but Messi, and it was pretty much proven true. I, I have to do my homework a little better. There were a couple sets in 2018 where it turns out Messi's autographs were not legitimate. Oh, no. And it's, you could say, okay, just don't buy those particular sets. Like, I want to say Eminence, and I forgot the other one, but like some high-end sets. And it's kind of turned me personally off from wanting to buy messy autographs because if some of them out there are fake. I What's what's to say about others? So that's why with Messi, I stick to low-numbered, cool-colored stuff. Uh, I try to get golds because golds in soccer, like the top spot, are out of 50. So they cost a, a little less than they would out of 10. So golds are another way to uh, get into some fun-looking parallels. And Craig, I'm telling you, you have a future in broadcasting, like I said before, because we're going to go from one guy who had some inauthentic autos to another guy who had the auto pen situation, and that you is Dak Prescott. Se- you're the Segway master. Watch How out. Do you know, you do I always, I always have do to try to think, think on the fly. You know, I think of two things that – make sense next to each other. And I try to make a bridge, like you said, bridging the gap with tops Chrome for soccer people to start collecting soccer. So here's our Dak Prescott rookie ticket auto BGS nine, five out of 10. Um, it has a 10 subgrade two nine fives and a nine on the corners. So uh, of course this is, you know, a lot of people consider this the card. You know, you see Tom Brady's rookie ticket auto going for in the millions. Um, Staying power. Know. Yeah. And I mean, right. that's like the iconic card if you like this. Contender, rookie contenders rookie on card auto. It's been around yeah. since, what was it, 98? So, yeah. And exactly. And so I'll show you what I traded for that. And I want to get your breakdown of what you think. I traded for that Dak Prescott rookie ticket auto contenders BGS 9.5. I traded a Nikola Jokic on card auto select out of 60, which I guess I'm a hypocrite because I said I don't really like odd numbered cards, but yeah, it's the, yeah. it's the two time, you know, MVP. I really like his game on card auto. And so I feel like, especially for both of us, if we really like a card or a guy, sometimes you can make exceptions. So I got that Jokic, and here's a, a better picture of it popping up. So I traded that and my boy Magic Dream Team from the uh, 1992 Olympics, of course. 44-point average margin of victory in Barcelona, Spain for those eight games, the gold medal, absolute dominance. So I love the Dream Team, USA Basketball, flawless, on-card auto, numbered out of 10, sealed, so the gold. So I traded those two for the Dak rookie ticket auto kind of making a play on the Cowboys maybe as the uh, football NFL season has just hit the mid season and we're going into kind of a playoff push and the Cowboys actually, you know, trying to contend with the Eagles and especially the giants who would have thought that, but are of course our New York guys, you know, they, uh, they, they fight hard. So what do you think of that? Me trading the Jokic 
and the magic for the deck and the possible upside that comes with it. Yeah, I would say it's the potential upside that I like. You know, magic. the magic autograph is great. The Jokic card is cool, and it's his rookie year. Is that correct? No, second year. Oh, it's not. Okay. So there's – you're not going to get much growth with those. And I think you're hoping that the Cowboys run away with the NFC East. Then you're going to see some uptick in the playoffs and that would be your opportunity to sell and hopefully do okay with it. Right. right. And you're, and you're, I know you're getting new magic autographs. What feels like weekly. That's just what you do. Magic and bird, magic and bird. It's uh... you know, you know, there'll be others, but this one in particular, I would imagine the nine, five, 10 is pretty low pop. So yeah, you know, it'll, be, it'll be fun. I have a little rooting interest in the Cowboys. All right, let's go. Even if My they guy. lose, and this is what I tell people about sports gambling as opposed to card collecting. Even if the Cowboys lose, you you still have this card, right? Instead of betting yeah. on the Cowboys, you no matter what, you come away with a, a consolation prize, regardless of how they do. But for your sake, I hope they make a killing of a run and you make a little something off of it. Exactly. Yeah, and I love having that rooting interest too. Uh, I got this other deck, speaking of the Cowboys, uh, this flawless game used numbered out of 15 on card auto with a two color patch. And I can't really find much game used stuff of Dak. So there's a lot of player worn. But as you know, we're, you know, big game used guys. We really respect the the closeness, the proximity to the game. And just going back to that Dak, too. I mean, I usually like, uh, oh, another shout out, our boy John from Behind the Diamond on Long Island major show promoter we were instagramming back and forth and a great guy to learn from my goodness doing it full time he's been in it for he's been in the hobby for almost as long as we've been alive in the late 90s former uh, division two hooper really yes he won up to us by one division oh my gosh we have to have him on for a a college uh soiree (laughs) not a part not a college party we're too old for that but a a a division non-one athlete slash card collector slash card collector and so uh but he was great to talk to um he's a listener of the podcast so that's great we're hitting the the new york market yeah he was like yeah bro i've he's like bro i've listened to three out of four episodes you know it's great keep it coming i'm like let's go so that's great to hear from one of the uh, titans of the hobby that uh that we're going well and so we were talking about the importance of hall of fame autos because he loves Hall of Famers, you know, John Stockton, Malone. And, I, you know, I mean, he has 10 showcases he sets up. It shows tables that you've oh, his, yeah, also he's got sections of Magic Johnson autographs, sections of John Havlicek autographs. It's pretty awesome, yeah. I got to say. Yeah, and that's great. And so we were bonding over that in addition to being New York guys. And so it's funny because this DAC purchase to me is like prospecting, except – you know, not to the level of like buying a Kobe White or an Evan Mobley or guys like that. I mean, this is a proven dude. I just feel like if he finally hits the level where everybody's thought the Cowboys could be at for several years, you could see a great thing. And I always love buying the iconic, recognizable card of a guy, even if they're not the top guy. If it's the top card, you like that guy, you're going to want this card. So that's kind of the way I think about it, too, is balancing out which guy you're getting, the quality of that player versus the quality of the card you're getting of a lower player. Right. That's a top 10 percent Dak Prescott card, whereas the Magic Johnson autograph is uh, in the realm of Magic autographs. There are plenty, let's say, better than that. 
Although better yeah. is all subjective, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. So we got football, we got football. And so what else do you think, partner? I mean, were you, you really educated me and all of us on the soccer card market, made it accessible. Anything else about, you know, the Mount Rushmore of guys or the World Cup that you want to um, World Cup. When we talk about the U.S. guys next week, but it's I can't believe it's happening. Uh, here's a Brendan Aronson. Here's a guy to look out for. Just a cheap slab numbered stadium club because I'm having a I'm doing a whatnot show next week. So I'm going to have cool, cheap inventory for people to come get some steals. But before we go, I just remembered I have to finish a college recommendation letter. Uh, I want to shout out Vadim, who is Bagels and Wax on Instagram. And he owns a bagel store on Long Island called The Bagel Master in Syosset. I was just there this past weekend because he's a hobby friend of mine. He is going to donate some uh, cards to Card Club because not only is he an amazing bagel store owner, but he does a lot of wax and ripping and breaks and stuff like that. You walk into the bagel store, not only can you get a bagel with schmear, but you can get wax and blasters <laughs> to open. I mean, shouting out people who are innovative in the hobby, you could get bagels delivered and you could add on blaster boxes to your delivery. So imagine what? a sa Saturday morning with your kids, you get bagels, you order some cream cheese, maybe you get some orange juice out of a carton on the side. Maybe you feel like splurging and you get a little whitefish salad with it. You could also get <laughs> you could also get a blaster box. What? How, I've never heard of that. that. How fun is that? So that, that's shout out Vadim, shout out bagels and wax. Very innovative, I thought. That's awesome. And Craig, real quick before we wrap up, you got uh, bagels and wax, and you have cards and coffee, which is right next to uh, Bleaker Trading. When you step into these, and you kind of just touched on it, when you step into these multifaceted stores that are offering food, drinks, and cards, what's the? I've never, I've never experienced. I would love to once I cards visit you and go back home. Cards and coffee doesn't sell coffee, and I've been in the store. Oh. When people I've been in the store when people have walked in and asked, and those are my friends there. So whoever's working, whether it's like Aaron or Ben, I tell them every time, I'm like, hey, blown opportunity. Yeah. So where did that <laughs> name come from? Do you know? Um, I think there's one out in LA. Maybe the one in LA must sell coffee, but I can't, I can't, I don't know for sure. I haven't been out there. <laughs> yeah, like cards and coffee. Okay. But the bagel place, we do know they have bagels. Bagels and wax, the name does not lie. But they don't sell singles. Just wax. I mean, you could buy single bagels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just don't mix up your order and order a blaster bagel and a soccer schmear. Mm, I see what you did there. You don't want to do that because then you're looking like the co-host of Crosstown Cardboard thinking that you can get a coffee at a card store. Uh, Carmine, is the show's this weekend. Yes, the San Francisco Yes. Um, I will be living vicariously through you. Have have a great time. If you're on the West Coast listening to this, say hi to Carmine. Take a go, take a look at his Dak Prescott autograph amongst the, uh, the many Hall of Fame autographs he has. Yes. Let's go. I can't wait. I cannot wait to uh, to see what it's like out there. And I have several, you know, San Francisco being in Southern Oregon. I have a lot of San Francisco like Jerry Rice, rookie, and Joe Montana auto. And we'll see what, what the uh, market is like because, uh, as our buddy sports card therapist Rob mentioned, and I think he was spot on, that the hobby is shrinking a little bit 
and especially the people willing to spend cash on cards rather than trade is shrinking a little bit. And our, our other boy, Cards by Joe, always polling on Instagram to see the lay of the land of the hobby. And Joe's uh, my guy. Yeah, and he's great. And so I really love the – and hopefully we're bringing the same – uh, somewhat of insight, I guess, at, at least. least opinions and different hobby takes from another voice and uh, a unique age group, I guess, that isn't always heard from and kind of, you know, bridging the gap between people who are prospecting and people who are only Hall of Fame. And we're kind of in between as far as the the uh, young young men collectors, I'd say. So, so there you go. And hopefully you hopefully take something out of this. Anything. Yeah. And, you know, we're growing. We're trying to do our best and uh, we're definitely putting some work into this podcast. So thanks to everybody who stuck around for five episodes. If you haven't, and this is your first one, try us out, you know, and see what the uh, other references to past episodes were. The Mount Rushmore one was really cool. Our Mount Rushmore of uh, card qualities that we look for. And uh, so, yeah, I'll have to bring back a, a report. Yep. You know, I'll be, I'll be working off the job, but I'll bring back a report uh, and, all and you. tell you how San Francisco was. Next Tuesday's all you. All right, big dog. And the U.S. men's soccer team. Uh, your your, no, your Pulisic have... collection yeah. is pretty wild. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll, do, we'll talk about your card show next week. We'll get into some U.S. men's national team cards. And let's have a day. All right, bro. What do you think? Are we all set? We out. Episode five. Episode six coming next week. Peace.